Hey everyone, welcome to One, the high school sports podcast by VNN, where we pick a game of the week and hear about how it all comes together. On this week's show, we're down I-75 just outside Dayton, Ohio, with Jim Smith from Northmont. The 4-0 Thunderbolts head into this week's matchup ranked number four in the state, hitting the road to battle it out with the Wayne Warriors, who are having an uncharacteristic year, currently at 2-2. Two two. So we're here with Jim. Um, he is from Northmont High School in Ohio. Thanks for joining us today, Jim. Thank you very that uh thank you very much Paul for um for um having us on. Absolutely. So Jim, let's let's talk about um kind of how you got to the position you're in with Northmont and then um just a little bit about athletics background. Okay, um that I've been that um I'm currently 23 years in at um at uh, Northmont High School. Um I'm the assistant ath- that that athletic director and I also teach uh, health and PE. Uh, I've been coaching now baseball for 27 years. I coached uh, volleyball for um, 17 and basketball for uh, five for uh, five years. So I've been pretty well in depth with athletics, and this is my current in my current role. This is my year 10 at uh, Northmont High School as the assistant athletic director. How um, would you say you're? I guess you've been a coach for a long time, and now it's your 10th year with uh, being an assistant athletic director. What did that journey look like for you as far as um, kind of doing both coaching and as assistant director? Um, this has been very, that a very, very challenging. Uh, my first um, couple of years trying to define the differences between coaching the athletes and then doing schedules, doing all the other stuff that the assistants do, um, managing games. Um, but, but it's been fun. It's been fun doing a variety of tasks everything from setting up fields to um, making schedules to, you know, coaching that the athletes. So it's been, it's, it's been a good time and it's been a rewarding time. Just the Northmont community in general. I know when we talked, it's uh, pretty close to Dayton, Ohio. What is that community like and how has Northmont athletics played a part in that community? Uh, as uh, far as a um, com- as a community that itself, we do not have one city. We have multiple uh, cities that uh, we have part of uh, Clay um, Township, Township Clayton, and then we have Inglewood, Phillipsburg, and Union, which actually makes up Northmont. And that Northmont is the school school district in that in our community and we have roughly about 5000 students about 11 about 11 1100 students that that within the high school um it's a blue collar white collar town it is a sub sub suburban school uh school district and we just built a brand new school a brand new um high school 3 years ago which we are currently in 5000 student enrollment is there um a big chunk of percentage of those students involved in activities in athletics um what would you say that volume is as far as in your programs 
I really don't. I really do not know the actual percentages that would be involved in with the community, um, as far as with K with a K through 12. But we have roughly about 800 to 1,000. About I would say probably about 800 students who actually compete in sports at at uh, at uh, Northmont High School in some sort of sports, whether it be club sports or whether it be the OHSA sanctioned sports. And so those um, those student athletes and, and just students in general, it sounds like they have quite a bit of opportunity to join clubs in sports. Do you know a number of how many different teams are available? We have 21 varsity sports. We have one club sport. We have um, and then and then this will also include uh, we have band. We have ROTC. We have academic challenge. Um, we have multiple other activities that, that the students can actually compete in and can actually be willing to uh, belong to. And obviously with those different programs, uh, communication is really important. Do you think that there's any specific trends in how you're communicating or just in general how high school sports are evolving with technology on the rise? Is there any specific uh, things you do communication-wise? Uh, well, um, this is why we tried to look for a company uh, to do a website because what we noticed was back in earlier stages uh, from 2014 and even that before that is, this, is that we kept on getting phone calls by um, people around the area about, okay, uh, who, that, that, um, who do you know that coaches baseball or what program coaches baseball? What are the Little League teams? Um, what are the Little League basketball teams, softball teams? Uh, baseball teams, and that the school school district became the hub of that actually resource, so that we were looking for a way to for the school school the district to be a venue of that item. So uh, that, that we looked for a company from um, actually the uh, website company, and that, that we found one, and we use our website at the Northmont High School, NorthmontAthletics.com, as a community-based um, source to where that anyone within the community can actually look to find the high school sports and can also find community sports so that we have everything tagged from high school and community levels. Do you have a lot of involvement with your coaches or is it pretty much one person who's kind of taking all that communication and consolidating um, the information into a platform. Uh, how does that look as far as updating the the platform for information? Um, that the platform is that um, myself and the athletic director, and his name is that that uh, McCall Hardy, um, that we both have access, but also that our head head coaches do have access to put anything onto their web pages or to our uh, website that they need to make their program run so that from all of our head coaches and us uh, all of us have the that the actual access yeah and being a coach yourself and obviously an assistant athletic director i'm sure there's probably some differences maybe that you as a coach want to accomplish as far as communication and you as the assistant athletic director want to accomplish as as information, do you feel like there's any differences that you as a coach and you as an assistant athletic director do as far as your communication piece? Um, that with myself as a coach, um, I am in charge of 
the baseball, and I make sure sure that we get all of our baseball information out there, uh, whether from meetings to school records to team records to uh, player personnel with on the website. Um, as the assistant AD, uh, my job is to make sure that the other teams that do the same thing. Um, I may or may not put the stuff on there myself from the news um, articles from the papers. Um, if there's anything being shown across the country on it, I try to actually research it and try to put all the information from our local papers that go on it. So I try to make sure that everything is up and coming, even the um, smaller programs to the larger programs to make sure that everyone is well-versed and every community member knows where to look, how to look for the stuff, and try to find the stuff to make sure that people can gain the knowledge of Northmont schools as far as athletics and also of the Northmont school community um, for, uh, for the recreational activities. Do you feel like there's ever um, a training period for when you're trying to consolidate information and getting parents used to going to a certain spot or um, finding information? Do you feel like there's any training period or how do you, I guess, promote where parents can go to find information or how do you promote that across your whole community so that um, you know that people are going and, and seeing all the stuff that your coaches are posting and you as the assistant AD are posting? Uh, that uh, we have done a great deal, deal, I think, of education from when we uh, began uh, using the actual platform. Um, and I think now that the community knows where to look, that they know to look for NorthmontAthletics.com, that they know where to find it, that they understand what's on it. Um, what we have to do is, of course, every, every fall we do have to educate you know, the new people who actually move into the community, that the people who may have never used it that before um, through our, you know, website, we also have attached to it with uh, Facebook and we also have Twitter so that we uh, tweet out, out uh, stuff and we use rapid replay. Uh, we use uh, periscoping that events too. So we try to get out the information as much as possible uh, since that the young community and since the community at large is used to um, websites and is used to Twitters and is used to Facebook accounts, that we try to make sure that they know where to go. What is uh, periscoping? I heard you mention you do periscoping. It sounds like a video platform maybe? Um, that the periscope is a live feed um, into um, actually Twitter, which um, that if you – go on to Twitter, that uh, we could periscope live events, and that instead of being there at the event, uh, myself or McCall will be able to video short clips or will be able to, to go in to get live feeds and so that you can see a soccer game, a volleyball match, a tennis match. Um, and then we can, and then it comes on to our Twitter account, which is also attached to our VNN account. Um, and it will go onto our pages so that people can actually view those sports or or view that time in those sports. Um, so it's a it's a pretty that um, unique tool. At the school, we're wanting to set up a, a live stream platform or do a periscope. Is there a lot of equipment that's involved in that, or is it pretty easy to set something up? Uh, we just set it up, and it's just using our our phones. Um, if you have any 
phones that um, you can go into Twitter and Twitter through um, that their account that has a little icon that you push and it goes directly into um, that the actual Twitter account. But it's called the it's called it's called a Periscope. And what we did was that we set that up through to archive our all of our events, set that up through the website so it archives on to the website as well. So that's a pretty simple way to actually do live feeds. Do you um, ever have any student involvement with that for getting help to film some of the, the games or the events? Uh, we, th th that we do that occasionally, but that McCall and I only have access to it because it comes uh, that, that it comes into our accounts so that we only have access to do um, live feeds from there, there so that that the students, if we have a program, for example, like a Hall of Fame program, uh, that will give our phones to the student or to another a parent, and that they'll live feed the actual Hall of Fame through um, our phones. So it sounds like if a school were interested in doing some sort of live stream, all really needed is a, a phone that's able to have video capability. And I think it sounds like a Twitter account also, and then you just kind of live stream through Twitter and it posts on the, the Twitter account? Correct, correct. And that's and that's all that you need to do. And then if you want to archive it, um, usually that the websites can actually archive that stuff for you directly on directly onto their websites. And I know Northmont specifically has always just been ahead of the game with new technologies and um, utilizing technology just in sports in general. It sounds like you're doing a great job with your platform and then also now with live streaming. Are there any new technologies that you're hoping to explore at some point or anything that you've wanted to see in the athletic sports space um, to adopt with Northmont? Uh, well, we've been talking in the uh, past about maybe getting uh, like a, not a live stream, but uh, more than a, like a program to where that it, um, anyone can actually download the actual program of the actual event, like a live book. Um, trying to get the book of the, you know, student athletes, or instead of printing a program, that, that they'll go to the website and have a program on the that I'm on the website. I would like to see that sometime. Um, but we've also been experimenting with another item, which is called Rapid Replay, which anyone can actually do. Um, and they just get the app, and what the app does is that the app the app allows the anyone myself, it could be a community member such as a fan, a coach from another sport taking a live video, and then it uploads into uh, the archive of the website, and then from and then from there it gets uh, put on on as as actually highlights. So that we've been experimenting through that also, and that seems to be a neat feature that people have liked. Video streaming in general, I feel like, has just become a, a huge thing in sports, even just um, in video games now. I know some schools are adopting a league called eSports. Has Northmont explored eSports at all, or do you have any programs with um, these video game clubs now? No, uh, that um, we do not. Um, I do know of a couple schools around here in Ohio that uh, they, they do have eSports competitions and uh, that they do have rooms for those, but we are not experimenting with eSports at Northmont. 
I found that it's pretty sporadic between which schools are trying it and which schools aren't trying it. Um, but I think the common theme seems like streaming and just uh, having some sort of video that's either live or after the fact has been really beneficial for uh, athletic departments, just athletics in general, to showcase um, great plays, awesome games and everything. And speaking of just great games and, and, you know, athletic activities, any big events coming up uh, in the next few weeks or any awesome things that has happened in North Mont athletics recently? Well, that we actually on this uh, Friday night uh, that we have our annual um, football Hall of Fame, so that so that that is unique when that we induct members into the football Hall of Fame. That will actually be live streamed, um, as well as um, of course of the game. That is very good uh, that we do that every, that we do that every year with, with the second home game. Uh, so that that is a great that is a great event to see the players come back and the players who have been inducted come back, um, and that is the sense of pride here. Um, Northmont that we do have a lot of pride, and we do have Hall of Fame for football. We have a you know baseball Hall of Fame. Uh, we're going to hopefully start a basketball one here shortly, um, and then of course that we have the school. Hall of Fame, which is done, you know, every two years, and those are unique events for people to be surrounding in this area. How long has the Hall of Fame program been going on for? That our oldest one is uh, football in 1996. So, so it's been going on for 20 uh, for uh, 20 years, tw for 22 years. Do you feel like a lot of schools in Ohio do that, or is that pretty unique to the Northmont community? That that it was very unique that when it started, I'm hearing a lot of schools are starting their own sports, um, sports hall of fames, and there are schools now starting their school hall of fame, just to bring back community, just to bring back the school, um, just so that people start to think about where they graduated from. It's cool to hear too with a community that's as large as the Northmont community with 5,000 enrolled students, just allowing a chance for some of those alumni to come back and, and be recognized with the athletic program. Yes. Yes, it is really neat when we, that when you see uh, students of the past come back. What would you say is uh, your favorite part of being a coach? Favorite part of being a coach is uh, being around the kids, um, keeping young, keeping you excited, and keeping you on your toes. Because you never know what's going to happen. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I bet it's cool to even see some of the students you've coached, even if they come back for the Hall of Fame. I bet that's a, a really cool experience. Yes, it is. Um, you that um, you can see them, you can build the relationships for for many many years. Well, thanks, Jim. Any other um, any other words of advice or, or anything for for schools wanting to to go into more of. Uh, streaming or maybe even starting Hall of Fame programs, any advice you might have for those schools? Um, I would just um, I would just make sure if you're getting into technology that you um, learn as, as you go because uh, we have learned as we've been going through this process for now for about four years and every year it seems it seems to get bigger better uh, for everything that we do. Same thing with the with the um, Hall of Fames, um, you learn as you go too. Um, 
that there are some things that you'll like about it, some things that you you uh, may not like about it. But you know, this is a learning process, and it's a learning process continually throughout the lifetime. Hey, thanks for joining us on the the podcast today, Jim. It's been awesome to hear more about Northmont Athletics and uh, how you're using technology just to, to overall um, help with your athletic communication. Uh, really cool to hear about the live streaming and, and also that Hall of Fame program. Okay, great, great, great. Thank you very much, Paul, for um, allowing us to talk, and um, I hope all is well. After a back-and-forth first half, ultimately Northmont wasn't able to put together an answer for the Warriors, whose quarterback Rashad McKee pretty much did it all with five passing touchdowns and two on the ground. Final score, Wayne 49, Northmont 20. That's it for us in Dayton. If you like the show and want to learn more about high school sports, you can find us online at vnnsports.net or just visit the Bolts direct at northmontathletics.com. We'd love to hear what you think too, so don't forget to rate us. For Paul, I'm Romy. We'll catch you next week. You win!